Hi, I'm Alice. Hi, I'm Justin. And you're listening to the Otterly Allison Podcast. Who knows what we'll talk about. So tell me about your horny caterpillar. <laughs> that sounds dirty. No, I said it on purpose. Rory's been getting sick at night and so we've been like changing our food schedule so i went to take her out last night like one last time i was like oh i'm just gonna check on my peppers because it was raining all day so i hadn't been out there to like make sure one hadn't fallen off again and i was like what is that and it was dark so i like had my flashlight out and i was like what is this this doesn't seem good and that's when i texted you like what is this thing and it had like little it was a scary caterpillar. Like I didn't end up touching it. I got a stick and like did it, did it have the um It had a little narwhal horn. Right. And it had like little teeth and legs. Yeah. Did it, ha- did it have these little white things on it? Um It was really dark. <laughs> but yeah. it looked it looked kinda like that second one on the second row. Second one like right here? Um, second row, second one. This right here. I don't know where you're pointing, so. Can't see that? I can't see your mouth. Oh, I'm doing it on my screen. (laughs) Ha that's funny. (laughs) I was like, oh, what? Yeah. This one right here? That one. But then, like, that one, two, three. The sixth one on the top row, I could see its little, like, they saw its little whatever that is. Its it's little mouthpieces? Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to touch it. It's going to bite me. And then I saw the horn that you told me about. <laughs> and I was like, David. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I was like, did, you re- did you remove it? Did you take it off? Yeah, I got them off. And then I started like looking to see if I could see what these moth eggs looked like. If there's any more in there, I want to get rid of them. So... Well, did he did he probably did some damage? Did he eat the peppers? He, he started nibbling like that second one. It looks kind of like that on my pepper. Like he's nibbled a little bit. So, but yeah. other than that, they didn't get to my big pepper or my second big pepper. <laughs> it's gonna be like when you finally get the pepper, you're, you're yeah. gonna bring it in like with ceremony and music, you I know. know. <laughs> well, so one, I think I told you, fell off during one of the microbursts we had. And so I cut it and replanted the seeds. Because, like, it was doing fine. It just, the wind knocked it off. Right. So. And do you have anything else going besides the peppers? No, everything else died. So. I'm waiting I'm for these to die, and then I'll, I'm going to do, like, an actual garden. I've enjoyed doing it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And what about Dexter? Is he... When he's here, yeah. He goes out there and he wants to water it like every 10 minutes. <laughs> and I have to explain that just like us, we don't need water every 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we're drowned. <laughs> yes. So, but he awesome. loves to water it and wants to pick them before they're ready. So. Yeah. yeah, I've had a, a plethora of tomatoes they just keep producing and my peppers are all just like meh they're all just like falling over but still growing flowers and then 
I don't know. I've just pepper disaster in my garden this year, so. I have like five flowers right now. And then I've got like four little bitty buds. Like all you can see is the butts. And then I've got <laughs> the one butts. <laughs> that's about this big. And then I've got the one that they've nibbled on. They kind of do but look I, like a butt. I mean, yeah. you had three cheeks or four cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Two butts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> So you guys have had a lot of rain? No, we had rain yesterday, and then there's a chance of rain today, but it doesn't look like it right now, so. Yeah, apparently some front has stalled over us, like you yeah. and us, you and me. Um, yeah. It's going to be here till like, Monday, so. We're going to Atlanta Saturday. Again? Tomorrow. tomorrow. We didn't go, so D David had the dates wrong. <laughs> oh. We, he thought we were supposed to go last weekend, and I pinged one of the guys that used to report to me and was like, hey, because he lived in the battery in Atlanta, and I was like, hey, I'm going to be there. Do you want to, like, grab a drink? And he was like, when? I was like, oh, on Saturday for the thing. He was like, Allison, you're not playing. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I went and looked, and so it's tomorrow instead of last. Well, hopefully the weather's good tomorrow. Yeah, it's supposed to be. We looked it up, and there's no rain. And it's an evening game. So. And this is baseball, right? Yeah. Yes. I so go got... for the atmosphere, I guess you could say. Do you have a favorite snack or, or food? Not really. I mean, stadium food. I think last time I got, like, they have Chick-fil-A and stuff there, too. Ooh, yeah, nice. Yeah, the first game I went to, the girl in front of us ate a lot of Chick-fil-A, like, throughout the game. and Like, just kept eating Chick-fil-A? Like, yeah. I don't like it that much. And she was, like, zooming in on Austin Riley and, like, taking Snapchats of it and be like, look at my man. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, everyone on that team is way too young for there to be, like... I wonder why, I guess her friends are on Snapchat, I guess. I guess, I don't know. But she was like zooming in and like putting the fire emoji and all this stuff. And I was just like, okay, whatever works. I'm I'm much more discreet with my phone usage. I, I, like, I would feel weird if someone could see what I was doing on my phone. Yeah, especially if I was doing something like that. That's weird. Yeah. But have you ever seen like the... They have like other like TikToks and things or memes of people being able to read like people cheating on their significant others at sporting events. Like, cause they have the, you don't have an iPhone, right? You have a something else. I have so, a real phone, yeah. First of all, I love my Apple products. <laughs> but on the iPhone, which I assume you can do this on your whatever you have, you can make the font really big yeah. because you can't see well. And these people have their font on like 800 point font <laughs> so you can read it from across the stadium. Next time I see one, I'll send it to you. But. There was this elderly gentleman um, that used to hang out at a bar we used to hang out at. His name is Tim. And one day he was trying to show me something on his iPhone. <laughs> it was a text message from somebody. And he just showed me his screen. And I had the same reaction. I was like, wow, that's really yeah. big text. Like, like that's yeah. humongous text. Just, but I never thought about zooming in. I, I can, but I just never have. Yeah. I don't need to yet, so. 
I mean, just to read one message, you gotta like scroll, 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 yeah. scroll. And then you can get lost. You're like, oh, I scrolled too much. Now I gotta go back. Yeah. It's like one word on your screen. Yeah. <laughs> one at a time. Yeah. Now, you did send me some otter stuff. Uh, I've had a crazy week. I haven't looked at it yet, but. That's okay. Um, They'll still be there to cheer you. <laughs> <laughs> they were cheering me up this week. So. Yeah. I have had, I think, six workshops this week. <laughs> six workshops? Yes. I, are those draining to you? They are to me. Yes, because I'm not a people person. And so I have to be like on when I'm doing them. Because I'm very introverted. And so I've had to learn how to do my job over the years. And... Is this what you look like for a workshop? Or do you, do you prepare differently? Oh. Like this? No, or no, like presentation, screen, background. Do you do anything like, do you uh, dress up or? I look nicer than this. When I <laughs> but, I wasn't trying to solicit that, but. <laughs> but I don't like put on heavy makeup or anything, but I do look more appropriate than right now. So. The same background. You don't do a special background no. like Justin. Yeah. No. Because if my hair's like up in a bun, it usually cuts it off and then I look like a weird boy if I do the background. <laughs> oh my god. So there's one episode of, of this podcast where yeah. you had your hair up and whatever it was, you kept you kept doing this. You kept repositioning yourself. Oh. You'd sit up and then slowly, 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 you'd like sink back down and then you could like this. And so yeah. I'm editing, and your bun is the mark. I was like, okay, bun's in, and then she's following, following, following. Okay, shrink the video down. And yeah. then you come back up, and then I have to bring the video back up. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I know exactly about the bun, Allison. Yes, yes, my bun. You yeah. should know that when I'm editing, like, I get your face at, like, 100x sometimes, trying to, like, get things positioned. Oh, wow. So I know your face very well. That's scary. <laughs> But no, I've done, let's see, I've done problem this week. I've done service ops workspace. I've done employee center. I think I did two problems this week. That doesn't sound common to me, problem workshops. Yeah. I mean, most people don't do problem or they're doing it wrong. So... <laughs> I had, to, I had a customer tell me yesterday, it was, yeah, it was yesterday. He's like, we're doing problems because it helps us just put a bunch of incidents under one problem and close it. I'm like, uh, I don't think that's what problems were. Just use were, a parent but... incident. <laughs> it's like, I think you've got a weird understanding of problem. <laughs> like, yeah. you have a problem, but that's not what you do with problems. Yeah. Well, and then they were telling us that they have, like, I can't remember what they called it. But it was essentially major incident management. And they were like, would that go in problem? And I'm like, no, that's actually different. <laughs> so, Do you find yourself doing a lot of eye to the education in these? Yes. Yeah. All the time. And they're like, well, we don't get the difference. I'm like, major incident is getting the service restored problem is doing the root cause analysis. And they're like, yeah, that's what we do. I'm like, all right. Great. The, the, I've tried to describe it as... An incident is you're out of service. It is down. And a problem is it's back up, but you don't know why it's back up or you've got a workaround in place and you need to figure out what the root cause is. And so it's 
you can have incidents still because it can go back down. Yeah. Um, but. I call I, I tell them incidents. It worked yesterday and it's not working today. Yeah. yeah or a quest is I've never had it before and I need it, <laughs> or I need something new. I like I like that description. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they the bad part was they were like, well, do we own patrons? And I'm like, licensing wise, yes. Disengagement, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So now one of you get to do a demo of Major Incident. You're oh, welcome. Cool. I like doing a major incident. I do too. So I I was like, I don't I don't actually mind doing it if I need to, but yeah. I I wish they would upgrade major incident to what they did for major security incident. Major mm -hmm. security incident has its own workspace and it's really nice <laughs> and integrated with SharePoint and Teams and stuff. Um, but they haven't done it with major incident yet. Yeah. Well, this is a smart launch with some add-ons, and so major incident was never mentioned. So, how? Tell me. Can can you tell me about the service operations workspace workshop? What? So we do all of our demos like our workshop demos in service ops workspace but we don't really explain what it is till we get in that workshop so we just kind of break it down of like what the different panes do the difference between that and the back end mm -hmm. you know like when you're not in the workspace and then i love service now but why i can't do anything with change management and service operations workspace just well it's all fixed now no it still says continue so change. Alice is frozen for me. Can't. Yeah. We'll wait for her to come back. There she is. No, so I did the demo yesterday. No, this week I did a change demo. And you have to hit continue change at the top, and then it pops you into the back end view and not the service ops view. So whenever you need to like move the states with the UI action, oh. it pops you in the back end view. Okay. I haven't done, I don't think I've gone that far yeah. into change in a demo. Usually we stop with, hey, look, it can create a change request. Moving on. <laughs> oh, no, we do a full, like, life. Well, during the change demo, we do a full life cycle. And so when I get to Service Ops Workspace, I make sure to tell them, like, just know it's going to pop you out. It's supposed to do that. So. So you guys do actual demos in the workshop. We do workshop demos of what we're covering so like the ba goes through like a powerpoint deck or whatever to talk about the out of the box process and how it works and then we go in and do like the real world here's the walkthrough piece gotcha is it in the customer's instance or it depends like they're weird because sometimes they don't have their instance yet or they're struggling to get our credentials set up mm -hmm. and so if we have it we brand it and do the demo directly in their instance. Otherwise, we have a <laughs> dedicated instance. If it's not, <laughs> we use a PDI if their stuff isn't available. Should I haircut yesterday? I love how she came around the corner. She does look like she lost some weight. <laughs> no, she just lost all her hair. So you can see my face now. Hi, Rory. <laughs> you want to go play BALL? <laughs> But yeah, she got her little puppy haircut yesterday. She's so big compared to when you got her. I know, she got her Batman symbol. I noticed the little white uh, white mark. Haley has one of those too. Yeah. 
I call it her Batman symbol for Dexter. <laughs> you should definitely research that. It is a fascinating evolutionary evolutionary uh, <laughs> development in canines. Really? Yeah, the little spot on the chest. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, we'll, we'll tease that as a as a something yeah. for everybody to learn on their own. I know. It has something to do with being able to differentiate their face when you're looking like at a, from a distance or whatever. So. Dutch. Yeah, her and Riley had their groomer come yesterday. That's right, the mobile groomer. Mm -hmm. yeah. Totally worth it. <laughs> did they get all freak out, like bark, or did they get excited? They get excited. Well, like anytime Riley sees her leash, she gets excited. <laughs> We're leash training Rory still, and she just tries to eat the leash. So, that's how but the groomer, she's she's a very nice woman. She's very loud, but she's very very nice and does a really good job. So, and she comes to us. Yeah, you can't beat that. <laughs> and does she do the toes too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ears, toes, all of it. We went through a, a toe uh, trimming this week, so yeah, he was pretty good. So yeah, Riley won't let us. Um, I'm still thinking about your workshops and I have another question for you if you don't mind me switching yep. back. Mm -hmm. Have you ever done a release management workshop? I have. It's been probably two years though. <laughs> Do you have an opinion on the release management application? I feel like no one uses it. And some, and unless you're doing like a lot of agile development where you truly need to put together your releases. I don't, like even when I was on the customer side, we didn't do releases. We, right. you know, so I see the value if you're truly a, doing releases of things, but for the normal run of the mill customer, though, you know. So. Um. What would, what what would be what is your reaction if I share with you that uh, they just came out with a new version of it? I'm a little surprised they focused there and not other places that need it. <laughs> I was doing a ServiceNow store highlights episode and it came across as a new app. Um, they're re-releasing release management as a re rebranded, rearchitected application. So, yeah. I mean, I bring it up like when people start talking about integrating with Jira. I always bring up release management because it makes sense if you're deploying a bunch of stuff from Jira to put them in releases and then move that release to change. Right. And then one of the, a former customer of mine, we got in an argument. <laughs> this doesn't surprise you. Um, you are like, <laughs> I know. I'm just opinionated, I think is what it is. Um, they wanted to use change management to do like releases into sub prod and i was like why why do you need a change like is that required from some audit or government regulation like is there a reason and they were like no we just need to document it and that's the only place i'm like well you own release management why aren't you doing releases for your sub prods and then you already have everything documented and then when you're ready to move to prob you move it to the change request they were like, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, You're, you don't make sense. And I had a very good relationship with them. And so I literally looked at them and I was like, 
why do you need a change request to move to a sub prod instance unless so i come from oil and gas we have certain systems that if we touched it at all didn't matter you had to have a change request even to run a report within it you had to have a change request Damn. because it was the gas control systems which if they go down it's a safety thing and so i'm like is there in this what they did i was like i can't match there being that type of situation with what you all do and he was like well it's just the way we've always done it i'm like you just said the words i hate we're not doing it we're not doing it <laughs> so they now do release management for sub prods and then they move that release when they're ready to go to production they already have it all documented and packaged and they move that release into change management there's a lot of fighting but yeah change seems Change seems too heavy-handed for a right. sub-prod. Because yeah. I was like, why? you don't need all these approvals. You don't need to go through CAP. You don't need to bother all these people. It doesn't need the same scrutiny. Unless, like I said, it's this, some situation where it's a safety thing. But, yeah. yeah that that people... was the argument in me. Didn't die. And I won. <laughs> so... It's probably more common than people think is that yeah. uh, people establish a way of doing things and then just say, hey, this is working. You know, mm -hmm. we all understand it. I don't have to train anybody. I don't have to communicate yeah. anything. And see, when they say that, I'm like, right, but we're changing some stuff. So piss them off all at once yeah. instead of incrementally. <laughs> like, one change. Rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah. yeah. Because if you let them have it how they have it today, you're never going to be able to change it. Because they're going to say, well, you already gave it to me. Yeah. Yeah. And that probably, your way of doing it was probably a um, better adoption change of, hey, there's less work now and less stuff. You're so it's not a piss you off change. It's more like a, here's a, we're making it better for you change. We're making it easier. You don't have to get approvals to move to your test instance. If I would have had to get an approval every time I moved an update to test when I worked for a customer, I would have been pissed. Yeah. That would have taken so much time because cabs are once a week. Like, how am I gonna get my stuff going? Yeah. Well, I really good. sold them because I told them like everything in your release will map to the change. So you've already got all your documentation done. You just move it over and they were like, Oh, okay. That helps. <laughs> that was all it took, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if when you get to look at the new release no. management, uh, if you still feel underwhelmed. <laughs> and, it, and like I said, it was fine. I just, not many people do release management. I think like I've demoed it one time in my entire no. four years here. Yeah. I have only deployed it twice and how long have I been doing this? 14 years? And I've done it twice. Yeah. And I remember the first workshop I had to do, I was like, oh no. Like I went and I spent a lot of time preparing for the workshop because I had never done anything with it. So. Yeah. Well, I know you have another call after mm -hmm. this one. So thank you for sparing <laughs> me 30 minutes on a Friday. Yes. And I hope you have a good weekend and get rid of all your horny worms. They're gone. Well, the two I saw, I looked again this morning. So hopefully a bird ate them. I don't think they do. <laughs> they don't look very delicious either. Yeah. The little, they were freaking me out. If so. they taste like Jolly Rancher Sour Apple, maybe. 
No, I'm not gonna explore it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so. extra try. Here, Doc, try this. <laughs> no. He'll let you but know if it's good or bad. <laughs> That's what boys do. They put things in their mouths. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna be late, so thank you. Have a good weekend. Talk soon. Thank you. All right.